We would like to welcome you to another edition of The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9 or, of course, on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and we're here every Monday night with some of the very best in jazz music. We certainly hope you are enjoying this uh, beautiful spell of uh, wonderful weather. I know this some complaints about the heat, you know, but there's always ways to, uh, you know, sit under a tree or get out of your um, apartment. Uh, sometimes those can be, uh, oh, feel like you're inside of a tinderbox. But um, anyway, uh, it's wonderful. And uh, this is why people, uh, when they come to Vancouver and, and, of course, they experience this kind of weather and and our city, you know, for all the complaining and and stuff that uh, we do ab- about, and and a lot of it is justified, of course. People come here and see this incredible beauty of this uh, of this city, and uh, even though it's changed, um, uh, of course, architecturally over the years, and uh, uh, and, and is continuing to do so. Do so, we're we're surrounded by this incredible natural beauty, and. Uh, that is not really going to change, um, and it's going to be there. The mountains aren't going to disappear, and the ocean isn't going to disappear, and all that kind of stuff. You know, the doomsayers, <laughs> well, that's a whole different story. But uh, it, it's wonderful to hear people um, just rave about Vancouver, and then you ask them where they're from, and they, they tell you, well, I'm from London, England, or I'm from New York City, or from uh, San Francisco, or Montreal. Your city is just incredible. So you know, that's always very nice to hear, despite all the dues that we have to pay to live here. Okay, anyway, enough uh, of the uh, uh, philosophizing. We're going to get into the music. Of course, um, we open the jazz show and have done for a long time with our jazz feature. This one is particularly close to my heart because um, although we weren't really close friends, I got to know the gentleman uh, quite well over the years. His name? Sonny Red, one of the many Sonnies in jazz. And uh, Sonny Red, um, he, his birth name was Sylvester Kiner Jr. But uh, Sonny Red um, was uh, an African-American, but he had uh, lighter skin, freckles, and, um, and uh, very, very curly um, um, red hair. So he got the name Sonny Red and decided to, to make that his professional name. And, of course, he was one of the master alto saxophonists. He also played the tenor saxophone and uh, was also very competent on the flute as well. And for me, he is one of the most distinctive voices of the alto saxophone. Um, Jackie McLean, 
who we'll hear a little later on in the show, was someone who really represented the alto to me as a, as, um, a saxophone player. But uh, Sonny Red was, uh, was second to none, and um, I loved the way he played. He had a, a rather checkered career, um, not because of any uh, bad habits or anything like that, but he, uh, he just didn't, uh, there wasn't a lot of luck with his career. So that's why a lot of people don't know, uh, even jazz fans don't know who Sonny Red is. Sonny Red was born in Detroit and emigrated to the um, New York City in the mid-50s. Uh, there was a whole bunch of great Detroit musicians who did emigrate to New York, people like Kenny Burrell. Uh, Sonny Red's best friend, uh, he went to school with him, was trumpeter Donald Byrd. And uh, Curtis Fuller, Elvin Jones, and his brother Thad Jones, and Doug Watkins, and Paul Chambers, um, so many people um, really learned how to play music uh, in Detroit. And, of course, uh, there was this mass um, migration to New York because New York had the recording companies, they had the clubs, and uh, the musicians could better their career by moving there. And Sonny Red was part of that. And uh, he began recording uh, as a sideman uh, on various albums with trombonist Curtis Fuller, uh, one of the major voices of the trombone. And um, Sonny continued to uh, record as a sideman. Interestingly enough, he came to Vancouver in 1959, in the spring of 1959, and he played a weekend at the original cellar. Um, at uh, Kingsway and uh, um, the little street between Kingsway and Main, Watson Street, where, where the Rise place is now. Uh, the original cellar was there. And Sonny uh, had left New York and uh, decided to uh, uh, work his way across Canada as a solo performer, just uh, kind of casually booked. Uh, he played in Edmonton, he played in Winnipeg, he played in Toronto, and his last, uh, before he went back to New York, he ended up in Vancouver and played a weekend here. And, and I remember getting a phone call um, to go, uh, come in here, Sonny Red. And I, I had already heard him on records. And I said, wow, so what's he doing here? And uh, anyway, Sonny Red played the weekend with uh, Al Neal on piano, who, of course, the local legend, Tony Clitheroe on bass, and uh, Bill Boyle on drums. And these were all great resident musicians who were... Uh, played at the cellar, great jazz musicians. Sonny impressed everyone with his, uh, with his music, and he taught all the locals a new tune. Ah, this tune was not well known, and uh, Miles Davis um, had recorded the tune, but this record had not been widely distributed yet. I don't even think it had been issued yet. Um, the tune was a standard tune called Green Dolphin Street. And um, Sonny Red took the time to, to teach all the locals uh, that tune and all the little intricacies and, and how, you know, how, how to play it as a jazz tune and that sort of thing. And it wasn't long after that, of course, the definitive Miles Davis version came out, but uh, nobody had heard that because that Miles Davis album 
I don't think was issued uh, at the time. So nobody really knew the tune. And uh, anyway, that was uh, kind of impressive. Sonny went back to New York. Uh, he told everybody here, he said, I'm going to make it, you know, in New York, even if I have to eat the bricks. And um, in 1960, he signed with Jazzland Records, which was um, a subsidiary of Riverside Records. And they issued um, a whole series of really nice recordings by Sonny Red. But his best date is the one we're going to hear this evening. It's his sole album that he did for Blue Note Records. And as you know, this month we're doing um, four uh, albums of Blue Note artists that only recorded one album for the label. And Sonny Red's one album for Blue Note was this one, and it was called Out of the Blue. And Sonny picked some great sidemen to play with, including uh, Winton Kelly, the great Winton Kelly on piano, Sam Jones on bass, and Roy Brooks on drums. And for the final two tunes, Paul Chambers on bass and Jimmy Cobb on drums, and of course, Winton Kelly on piano. And that was Miles Davis's rhythm section of the time. So that these two um, sessions uh, combined this wonderful album, and it was called Out of the Blue. Unfortunately, it was typical of Sonny Red's luck that it was only issued once, and uh, it be quickly became a, a collector's item, but it's a very, very fine document. Later on, uh, the CD um, was issued on Blue Note's uh, uh, Connoisseur series, and there were five more tunes added, from the session with um, Paul Chambers and, and Jimmy Cobb. And so that added up to a very, very nice package if you got the CD. And it was issued on the limited edition Connoisseur series of Blue Note. Anyway, this is the album we're going to hear. And of course, it's a, a wonderfully balanced date. Um, Blue Note's productions were always uh, quality, and that's why Blue Note records are revered to this day. And they captured the sound of Sonny Red's alto saxophone so beautifully uh, on this uh, album. And uh, a whole selection of uh, marvelous tunes, uh, mostly um, some original compositions by Sonny and some rarely played standards. He picked some really good ones. And this stands as a, a wonderful, um, really very personal album by uh, this um, near-great alto saxophonist, Sonny Red. Uh, later on, just to uh, recap on his career, he, he continued to freelance throughout the 60s and um, emerged in about the mi uh, mid-60s playing very well and recorded a whole series of albums with uh, Donald Byrd. And... Stole the show on, on uh, uh, many of those albums. The three albums they did with Donald Byrd, Blackjack, Mustang, and Slow Drag, are all wonderful. And Sonny Red, on many tunes, steals the show from everybody on those albums. He made a very nice date for mainstream records, but unfortunately, not unfortunately, but it, it um, only featured his alto on one tune. It was mostly done on the tenor saxophone. Very good album, though. And uh, that was the last album he made under his own name. And uh, Sonny Red um, 
came to Vancouver again in 1974, and he performed at the short-lived Gastown Club called Lucy's Jazz Workshop and played with a band called Artistic Truth that was led by drummer Roy Brooks and featured singer Eddie Jefferson, organist Mickey Tucker, Sonny Red playing alto and tenor saxophone, and the great Marcus Belgrave on trumpet. And uh, I remember um, when they were here, uh, Belgrave, myself, and Sonny Red uh, went to a late-night eatery several times and had uh, wonderful conversations. That was the last time I saw Sonny Red. Uh, was in 1974, and I found out that um, he had become ill and unfortunately died at age 48 in his hometown of um, Detroit of a chronic lung, lung ailment, uh, sad to say. So that was the end of Sunny Red. But we have this album, and we'll get to it right now. Sonny Red on alto saxophone with Winton Kelly on piano, Sam Jones on bass, and Roy Brooks on drums on the first six tunes. And on the final two tunes, Paul Chambers on bass and Jimmy Cobb on drums. And, of course, Winton Kelly on piano and Sonny on alto. The tunes. We open with one of my favorites, and it's uh, a tune that I learned. I, I love to play this tune, and it's uh, my favorite Sunny Red composition based on the blues. It's called Bluesville. The second tune is a lesser-known ballad called Stay As Sweet As You Are, written by Max Gordon. And um, then another fine tune by Frank Lesser follows that, I've Never Been In Love Before. Great tune. And then an original by Sonny Red, um, named for his girlfriend of the time, and it was called Nadia. And then uh, another uh, Red composition called Blues in the Pocket, and then uh, a tune by Dorothy Fields and Arthur Schwartz called Alone Too Long. And the final tune is entitled The Lope, a Sonny Red composition. So here we go, wonderful Blue Note, Blue Note album, Sunny Red, our jazz feature, and we begin with Bluesville.
That was our jazz feature this evening. We leave you with a very beautiful ballad that I forgot to mention when I um, <laughs> first introduced all the tunes. And that last tune was a very beautiful uh, uh, Stairway to the Stars, a great uh, old standard ballad. What we heard was the one and only album that alto saxophonist Sonny Red did for Blue Note Records and a wonderful album called Out of the Blue. And as I mentioned before, we're this, uh, this uh, month of July that we're featuring albums uh, for the prestigious Blue Note label that um, by artists that only did one album. And this is our second uh, jazz feature this month. And I thought uh, Sonny Red out of the blue would be uh, very appropriate. Wonderful album, very beautiful warm sound that Sonny got on the alto. It was really captured um, extremely well by um, Blue Note Records and uh, engineer Rudy Van Gelder. All of this was recorded, um, or most of the album, the first six tracks were recorded December 5th, 1959, and the final two were uh, done a few weeks later, in 1960, on January 23rd, and there was a slight change in personnel. I'll mention that in a minute. Uh, for the first t six tracks, we heard, of course, Sonny Red on alto saxophone, the great Winton Kelly on piano, Sam Jones on bass, and fellow Detroiter Roy Brooks on drums. And we heard... Uh, the first composition was one of Sonny's great blues lines called Bluesville, and then a very pretty ballad by um, Mac Gordon called Stay As Sweet As You Are. And then 
a lovely tune by Frank Lesser entitled, I've Never Been in Love Before. And then an original written by Sonny Red entitled Nadia for his uh, lady friend of the time. And uh, following that was one called Blues in the Pocket. And then we heard um, Dorothy Fields and Arthur Schwartz tune um, entitled Alone Too Long. And then we switched to a different rhythm section, actually Miles Davis's rhythm section at the time. Winton Kelly was still on piano, Paul Chambers on bass, and Jimmy Cobb on drums. And um, for the final two tunes, we heard The Lope, uh, original by Sonny Red, and the final tune, as I mentioned before, The Lovely Stairway to the Stars. And that was the original eight tracks from this uh, album on Blue Note Records, out of the blue, and it was one of the most um, personal outings of uh, alto saxophonist Sonny Red. He um, did some other albums for um, a subsidiary of uh, Riverside Records, uh, Jazzland Records, but this one stands out because it was uh, such a, a nice production and the sound uh, quality on this record, they really captured the beauty of uh, Sonny's approach to the alto saxophone. One of the great underrated musicians, Sonny Red. His birth name was Sylvester Kiner Jr. And Sonny uh, only lived to 48 years old. He was born December 17, 1932 in Detroit and died in that city March the 20th. 1981, from a chronic lung ailment, and he was only 48. Sonny Red. All right, hope you enjoyed the jazz feature this evening. We are going to be back after uh, a few significant messages with um, three people who have been nominated, not only nominated, but they, they got the prestigious Jazz Masters Award uh, in the United States, which involves a, a big chunk of dough and, of course, honor and all that sort of stuff. And there were three wonderful musicians that um, really deserved that this year. And we're going to feature their music right after these messages. I'd just like to tell you that you are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9. My name's Gavin Walker, and... Of course, CITR is also live streamed on the web, which is www.citr.ca. And we shall return with some great music in a few moments. Without the help and support of our friends, we here at CITR wouldn't be able to bring you all the great music, art, cinema, and culture that you love. Thanks to the long-standing support from the Rio Theatre, we are able to keep you informed on all the great artists, films, and everything else coming to town there. For all the current information about who and what's playing at the Rio Theatre, visit their website at www.riotheatre.ca. Eyes. Last 
listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. We're going to feature music now by the three people that were awarded, deservedly so, um, as Masters Award. It's uh, one of the most prestigious uh, awards in uh, the U.S. And Maria Schneider was uh, one of the people that uh, was honored. Maria has kept a big band together. She's a wonderful composer, conductor. And she has put together this um, huge band and kept it going and done extremely well and distinguished herself in the musical community. She plays music uh, on the highest level. The uh, second person that was honored was uh, a favorite of mine, the great South African-born musician, Abdullah Ibrahim. And of course, a wonderful piano player, composer, and uh, just an original um, figure in the music, very, very important. He's in his 80s now and still performing. He was recently here in Vancouver. And the final recipient um, unfortunately passed away just recently, and I'm talking about Bob Doreau. And Bob, one of the more unique people in uh this world of jazz, um, a pianist, composer, uh, wrote some very witty songs, um, had a very unique singing voice. We're going to hear some of his music as well. But we're going to begin with Maria Schneider. And from an album, a recent um, album that was done uh, just a couple of years ago, and the album is called The Thompson Fields. And, of course, a huge band. There's all kinds of uh, very well-known people uh, in the band, Donnie McCaslin, the, the saxophonist, um, Gregory Gisbert, the trumpeter, uh, Rich Perry, um, tenor saxophonist, Steve Wilson, of course, who plays soprano, clarinet, flute, alto flute, alto saxophone, etc., etc. Um, so many uh, very important people in this band. Uh, Yagi Lund, uh, the wonderful guitarist, uh, Frank Kimbrow, pianist. Uh, Jay Anderson, uh, who plays bass, Clarence Penn, uh, all of these uh, very significant musicians. I'm not going to run down all the names in the band, but we're going to hear the title track, which is a Maria Schneider composition called The Thompson Fields. And that's the, um, of course, uh, most of her albums have been issued on the Artist's Share label. So this uh, was recorded in New York City in August of 2014. This one features Frank Kimbrough on piano and uh, Yagi Lund on guitar. And we're going to hear the Thompson Fields. The music of Maria Schneider.
Maria Schneider, the music of Maria Schneider, one of the recipients of the prestigious Jazz Masters Award. In the United States, we heard two tracks from this album, the Thompson Fields, that was uh, issued on Artist Share, and it was recorded by her big band. Maria writes this uh, beautiful kind of... Uh, pastoral music and uh, so much uh, wonderful texture and so on and so forth. Um, really is very, uh, very moving. So we heard the title track uh, called The Thompson Fields, and that featured uh, Frank Kimbrough on piano and uh, Lage Lund on guitar. And the second piece of music was a Maria Schneider composition in, uh, called Home, and dedicated to the great uh, jazz musician and impresario George Ween. And that featured Rich Perry on tenor saxophone. And uh, he's usually always featured on these wonderfully atmospheric pieces of music. His sound and his approach to the uh, tenor is, uh, is quite wonderful. Rich Perry. So he's one of the many um, great musicians in this uh, very, very large orchestra that Maria has kept together for uh, many years. Um, you know, it's a struggle these days to, uh, to keep a full orchestra together and to keep everybody interested in the music and have projects uh, ongoing and so on. And she's just done so much for the music, and uh, she certainly deserves this honor. Maria Schneider the composer and conductor of the Maria Schneider Orchestra. We're going to move now to uh, Abdullah Ibrahim. Of course, he is the great South African-born guru of jazz music, and he has done so many projects. We're actually going to listen to one by his band. Uh, this is music that he composed for a film by uh, Claire Denis, and it's called No Fear, No Die. And it came out several years ago, and Abdullah Ibrahim's music was part of the, was the soundtrack for this um, film. And of course, we're going to hear three complete pieces by um, Abdullah Ibrahim's band, which he calls Ikaya. And the people involved here, of course, Abdullah Ibrahim on piano, and of course he composed all of these tunes, and Ricky Ford on tenor saxophone, Horace Alexander Young on alto and soprano saxophones and flute, and Jimmy Cozier on baritone saxophone and clarinet, Frank Lacey on trombone, the great Buster Williams on bass, and Ben Riley on drums. And the, we're going to hear three pieces from this album. The first one is my favorite track. It's called Calypso Minor. The second tune was actually written by one of uh, Abdullah Ibrahim's um, influences, and of course that's Duke Ellington. And he does uh, Duke Ellington's delightful piece of music called Angelica. And the third piece of music uh, as again, is an uh, Ibrahim composition called simply Meditation. So three tunes.
from this uh, wonderful album, which was a soundtrack for this movie, No Fear, No Die, and Calypso Minor to start off with. Thank you. 
We honored Abdullah Ibrahim, another one of the recipients of the Jazz Masters Award, prestigious award um, from the uh, U.S. And we heard some music from a film score that he wrote for uh, Claire Denis' film, No Fear, No Die. And this featured his band, uh, Ikaya, and of course, uh, Ibrahim um, wrote three of the four pieces and of course arranged them all uh, in his own inimitable fashion. And of course, uh, Abdullah Ibrahim has uh, contributed so much to uh, jazz music. He was previously known, of course, as Dollar Brand. And when he uh, became a devout Muslim, um, sometime in the uh, late 60s, he, uh, of course, changed his name to Ab Abdullah Ibrahim. And uh, he was born in Cape Town, South Africa, in 1934, and is still going strong today. He was uh, just at the um, Chan Center out here at UBC a few months ago. Abdullah Ibrahim. We heard him uh, with his band, uh, as I mentioned, called Ikaya. Ricky Ford was the lead voice on tenor saxophone. We also heard Horace Alexander Young on alto saxophone, uh, Jimmy Cozier on baritone saxophone, Frank Lacey on trombone, Buster Williams on bass, and Ben Riley on drums. The pieces of music we heard, we opened with my favorite track from the album. Uh, this album is called Calypso Minor. And then we move to this uh, delightful Duke Ellington opus, arranged by Dollar Brand, or uh, Abdul Abraham. Pardon me, sir. And it was called Angelica. And then we heard a piece called Meditation Two. And the final long piece, which featured solos by everyone in the band, was entitled Nisa. So the music of Abdullah Ibrahim. And we shall return in a very few moments with our third honoree of the American Jazz Masters Award, Bob Doro. Meanwhile, a couple of messages for you. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. And my name is Gavin Walker, and we're here every Monday night with some of the very best in jazz music, and we'll be back in a moment. Discordianism is a religion and subsequent philosophy based. Discordian might seem to be much more forgiving of the normals. Yeah, the goddess of chaos, or archetypes, or ideas. It's a really heavy interest in Discordianism. It was founded after the 1963 publication of its holy book, The Principia Discordia. Discorder magazine has been Vancouver's longest running, free, badass, independent magazine, 35 years strong. 
On Saturday, July 21st, celebrate 401 issues of Discorder Magazine with an all-ages party at Red Gate. There will be performances by B.B., Francesca Belcourt, Morning Coup, and The New Rituals, guest hosted by Duncan's Donuts, and featuring a photo booth, giant twister, and more. Tickets are a suggested donation of $10 and doors open at 8. For more information, visit citr.ca or find the event on Facebook. Damascus returns for its fourth year. Join us on July 31st as this fundraiser brings the soul of Syria to the heart of Vancouver with music, storytelling, dancing, wine, and food. All proceeds go to support queer Syrian refugees. For more information and tickets, visit eveningindamascus.com. to delay that thunderclap, but uh, it's certainly not going to happen in the next week or so. We're into some great weather, and of course tonight is clear with a low down to uh, 15. Tomorrow is going to be sunny and hot once again with a low of 15 and highs between 25 and 30, depending on where you are and how far inland you are. Wednesday, again, sunny with a low of 15, highs between 24 and 27. Thursday is a mix of sun and cloud with a low of 13, highs between 23 and 26. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is all sunny weather. Lows of uh, around 15, highs between uh, 22 and 25 here in Vancouver. So the beautiful weather continues uh, wear sunscreen, take care, but uh, enjoy because it never lasts as long as we want it to last here. And uh, this one is uh, staying around for a little while, so we've got to ma- we have to make the most of it. Our last Jazz Masters recipient is a wonderful fellow by the name of Bob Doro. Bob is a piano player, he's a composer, he's known basically as a a very, very talented, eclectic kind of um, musician, also very quirky, (laughs) and there is really no one, it's very hard to describe someone like Bob Doro, we just have to give you his music, and uh, we're going to hear Bob with Phil Woods on alto saxophone, the late great alto saxophonist, Tony Marina on bass, 
Jamie Haddad on bass, uh, on drums, Tony Marino on bass, Jamie Haddad on drums, and Joe Kahn on guitar. And we're going to listen to a few tunes written by Bob Doro. The first one is called I've Got Just About Everything. And then we're going to move to one called Fish for Supper. And that was actually written by uh, Duke Ellington trumpeter Cootie Williams. And, of course, uh, Doro is going to give you his unique vocal interpretation of that tune. Then we're going to hear... um, the final tune is, uh, again, a Bob Doro composition, and it features, uh, again, actually, um, yes, this is a, a co-composition with some other people here, but it's called Love, Webster's Definition, and it features uh, Bob Doro, uh, Tony Marina, Jamie Haddad on drums and percussion, and Joe Kahn on guitar. So here then, uh, a group of tunes featuring the unique vocal and instrumental stylings of Bob Duro, the late, great Bob Duro. This life I lead an enjoyable thing. I've got bluebirds and poses and robins and roses, all kinds of flowers that bloom, all kinds of birds that sing. I've got just about everything I'd want to make this earth I walk a miraculous place. I've got fresh air and sunshine and mountains and may wine and what is really a boon. I like the human race when I say just about, just about, just about everything. I mean, I must admit, one thing I need is missing. I'm not complaining with or without it. I've still got what I've got. But you could better my lot with some of your hugging and kissing. That's what is missing. Just say those words that I long to hear you say. And then my life will be complete and full to the top. And I'll share all my treasures, my riches and pleasures. Making the two of us one. That's all that need be done. Just say you'll be my own, my one and only one. Then I can say, I've got everything I need. I've got just about everything it takes to set this scene and make it a marvelous bit. I've got barrels of laughter and hope ever after. And though I don't like to boast, shucks, baby, I got it. I've got just about everything there is to make this hers and his a terrific affair. I've got dewdrops and oceans and all kinds of notions. Since I dig you the most, I've got the urge to share. Yes, I have just about, just about everything. But I know for sure by now, I really want what's lacking. No doubt about it, living without it, I might turn out a slob. At best, remain a blob. So, baby, now won't you supply? Come on and let's try it. I could go on just as I am year after year. Yet with that one thing more, I know I'll reach the divine. And that's to have you and hold you. And now that I've told you. Please make a positive sign Saying that you'll be mine And we'll have everything Oh, how my heart will sing And I can say I've got everything I need (laughs) 
Yes, I have just about, just about, just about everything. And from that look you gave, I'm gonna get for slacking. Hot diggy diggy, I feel so wiggy. I could fly to the moon, compose a beautiful tune to tell you how much I adore you and I implore you. Just say those words that I long to hear you say. Then my life will be complete and full to the top. And I'll share all my treasures, my riches and pleasures, making the two of us one. That's all that need be done to say you'll be my own, my one and only one. Then I can say, I've got everything I need. Yeah, huh? Some bait on the hook or put a fly on the line You're gonna get a bite or a strike every time In that sweet place of mine Shouldn't even tell you about it, but you're a special pal of mine Rowing in a flat boat out to the middle of the lake I know you'll all get a break If not, pull into the mouth of the stream It's just a dream stop Trolling in the rhythm of the rolling, ripping river I know you'll get a mess And I confess We're eating fish for lunch and breakfast too Oh yes, you're gonna get fed Hey, let's break up another loaf of bread Hey
fish, fish, fishing all the time. Webster's New Collegiate Dictionary Tra la 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 Webster's New Collegiate Dictionary La 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 Page 
which seeks fulfillment in sex. For Cupid, our arrows, as the god of love, sometimes Venus. Five, tennis, loving tennis means no points scored. And you have nothing written. And you have nothing. Antonym hate. Tennis means no points. You have nothing. And you have nothing. And told him hate. Webster's new collegiate dictionary. La 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 la. Webster's new collegiate dictionary. La 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 la. The voice, the unique voice, the piano stylings of Bob Duro, the late Bob Duro. The third recipient of the Jazz Masters Grant. It's too bad it uh, was awarded to him posthumously. 
But uh, Bob Duro and his music will continue to live on, of course. This is from an album uh, that he did a number of years ago called Too Much Coffee, Man. And we heard three tunes by Bob. Uh, The first one was entitled I've Got Just About Everything, written by Bob Duro, words and the music. And, of course, he played the piano. Phil Woods played the alto saxophone. Uh, Tony Marino played bass. Jamie Haddad played drums. And Joe Kahn played the guitar solo. Then we heard um, a piece of music that was written by the Duke Ellington trumpeter, Cootie Williams, and it was called Fish for Supper. And that featured uh, Bob on vocals and piano again, uh, Phil Woods once again on alto saxophone, but Ray Drummond on bass and Billy Hart on drums. And the final tune was entitled Love Webster's Definition, and that's a co-composition with some other people that Bob uh, concocted a few years ago, and that featured uh, Tony Marina once again on bass, Jamie Haddad on drums and percussion, and Joe Cohn on guitar once again. Yes, Bob Duro. Actually, I'd like to do one more and to play you the title track uh, from this album, and we shall do that. right away. So I'd like you to hear Too Much Coffee, man, and that will uh, end our tribute to the great and eccentric Bob Duro. Too much coffee, man. He's too much coffee, man. He had a plan, but it all ran out the pan when he sat down to have another brown steaming cup of java joe. that you said what's that on his head that is his head man yeah he's too much coffee man what was the plan he tells it like it is but it isn't happening he says come in bros what's happening let's sit down and make a plan nothing happening man no yeah well as long as you're hanging around well, have another brown steaming cup of java gel, you know. Yeah, we'll make a plan.
We drink it roasted, we drink it toasted, we drink it blended, we drink it instant, we drink it chilled, we drink it scalded, we drink it decaf. Get up and go. Yeah. But before we go, I think I need one more. I need one for the road. And I need one for the load. Too much coffee, man. Too much coffee, man. Too much coffee, man. Too much coffee, man. Bob Duro. Eccentric and a wonderful musician and funny. Uh, that was the title track from this album, Too Much Coffee Man, written by Bob Duro, created by him and uh, some other folks on here, Tony Marina on electric bass, Jamie Haddad on drums, Joe Kahn on guitar, and uh, some other folks create, um, uh, augmenting uh, the ensemble here. Yes, three... Great musicians honored by the prestigious Jazz Masters Award. Maria Schneider, Abdullah Ibrahim, and the late Bob Duro. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9. Gavin Walker's my name. We're also, of course, on the computer, and uh, we live stream at www. .citr.ca. And I'd just like to mention, speaking of websites, uh, one very good website to uh, check out, and I've mentioned it before many, many times, of course, is uh, VancouverJazz.com. That's uh, administered by my old friend Brian Nation. There's all kinds of uh, really good links on that website. And, of course, there is the great website of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society, which is uh, coastaljazz.ca. And you can get a, you'll get a preview of some of the up-and-coming events that Coastal Jazz will be presenting, and also a complete schedule of um, Frankie's, one of the uh, leading jazz clubs in Western Canada, which is uh, located on Beatty Street, just opposite BC Place. And of course, uh, so many great artists are performing at Frankie's, and it is organized and programmed by the redoubtable and very busy Corey Weeds, who not only is a talented musician, he juggles all kinds of things. He's really Mr. Jazz, and uh, he programs the uh, people that play at Frankie's Jazz Club. Two websites, once again, VancouverJazz.com and CoastalJazz.ca. We're going to do a little uh, interesting deal here. Two classic albums recorded in the mid-50s for Prestige Records. Prestige was a great label, of course, along with Blue Note and Savoy, Um Prestige had a, a unique way of uh, recording jazz. Blue Note, of course, uh, paid for rehearsals, uh, some one, even two rehearsals before a recording date, 
and uh, the musicians were expected to produce original music uh, and, uh, of course, have a very tight-sounding band, uh, whoever they chose. Prestige was a little different. They believed in, um, or the, the gentleman that ran Prestige Records, Bob Weinstock, believed in a little more spontaneity. He did not pay for rehearsals, <laughs> uh, very definitely. He would just simply, um, he knew, uh, and, and he had a stable of musicians that he knew um, spoke basically the same jazz language, and uh, he would assemble them and, and, and simply say, go ahead, uh, make a record. Um, no rehearsal, and somebody would sometimes throw, throw together arrangements in, in the studio, and um, mostly everything for Prestige Records was done in one take. Uh, Weinstock was uh, a little bit of a cheapskate when it came to that. He didn't, uh, uh, if somebody made a mistake or squeaked or something like that, you know, he would say, no, that's fine. Uh, um, that's cool. It's a good take, and, uh, and, and we'll keep that. And, of course, the musician that, that squeaked or played a bad note would say, well, gee, I'd really like to do another one, man. Uh, you know, I, I made a mistake there, you know, and I, you know, botched this, uh, whatever. And, and Weinstock would say, no, no, it stays. You know, we're not, we're not uh, going back. We're not going to do another take on this. So he was a little bit of a cheapskate that way. Um, <laughs> uh, Alfred Lyon for Blue Note Records uh, would certainly say, yeah, we'll do another one. Uh, you know, you don't want that mistake to be on there forever. But anyway, that's fine uh, because Weinstock's approach uh, for Prestige Records made some wonderful albums. And two of them, one of them uh, was uh, an album that Hank Mobley did, the great tenor saxophonist. He did one called Mobley's Message. And it featured Hank on tenor saxophone with Donald Byrd on trumpet, Barry Harris, who was uh, visiting at that time from Detroit, wonderful piano player, of course, that eventually moved to New York on a permanent basis, Doug Watkins on bass, and Arthur Taylor, the ubiquitous drummer. Um, and this uh, track features a Charlie Parker composition, called Oprah and it's one of my favorite blues lines. And it's actually not played in the key that Charlie Parker played it in. Uh, for those that are musical, it's actually played in the key of B-flat. Charlie Parker always played this tune in the key of F. But the interesting thing about this, this is from a Hank Mobley album, but there's a guest artist on, on here in the person of Jackie McLean one of the great voices of the alto saxophone, and he makes a, a guest appearance on this uh, Charlie Parker tune. Now, on the same day, with, some of the, with mostly all of the same people, uh, an album was made by Jackie McLean, and that eventually was issued as an album called Jackie McLean 4, 5, and 6, uh, because uh, he, re he uh, performed with a quartet, a quintet, and a sextet. The sextet track features Hank Mobley as, ja as Jackie's guest. Uh, so they, they did a bit of a switcheroo. The only difference in personnel is on uh, Jackie McLean's date, 
is the pianist is not Barry Harris, it's Mel Waldron, but the same people apply. Um, Jackie is the leader, Jackie McLean on alto, Donald Byrd on trumpet, Hank Mobley, the guest star on tenor saxophone, Mel Waldron on piano, Doug Watkins on bass, and Arthur Taylor on drums. Now, if all of that's confusing to you, um, don't worry. The music is great. So first of all, we're going to hear uh, Hank Mobley's uh, album, uh, a track from there, and that's the Charlie Parker tune, as I mentioned, called Au Provave. And then we're, then we're going to write to the Jackie McLean album and another Charlie Parker tune, of course, one of his great compositions called Confirmation, played by this ensemble. Interestingly enough, both of these albums were recorded on the same day. So there you go. There was a whole studio full of great musicians um, to record for Prestige Records. So the first one is from the Hank Mobley date, and we're going to hear Oprah Voff. <laughs> Thank you. 
We heard two tracks from a classic mid-50s session with some of the great jazz folks that were making music in New York and recording for Prestige Records. The first piece of music was from an album called Mobley's Message, featuring the welterweight champion of the tenor saxophone, Hank Mobley. And that featured Donald Byrd on trumpet and guest artist Jackie McLean on alto saxophone with Barry Harris on piano, Doug Watkins on bass, and Art Taylor on drums. And we heard Charlie Parker's great uh, blues tune called Au Provav. Then we moved to a Jackie McLean date called Jackie 4, 5, and 6, and we heard the 6 with... Um, Jackie McLean, of course, on alto saxophone, Donald Byrd once again on trumpet, and guest artist on this track, Hank Mobley. (laughs) There you go. Uh, I scratch my back, you scratch yours. And uh, the only switch in the personnel was um, Mel Waldron was on the second track on piano, uh, Doug Watkins on bass, and Arthur Taylor on drums once again. And they played a long version of uh, one of Charlie Parker's most famous and complex compositions, Confirmation. So there you go, Uh, two guest artists on each other's albums, etc., (laughs) etc. Hope I didn't make it all that confusing for you, and hope hope you enjoyed both of those uh, lengthy tracks for all done for uh, Prestige Records. You know, one of the greatest drummers in jazz, and my favorite drummer was Philly Joe Jones, And it was his birthday anniversary yesterday. And uh, Philly Joe uh, was born on July 15, 1923, in Philadelphia, of course. And uh, he passed away in New York in 1985. He was a victim of lung cancer. He was only 62. One of the greatest drummers in jazz, and you'll, you'll hear why on this particular track. This was part of an album by Miles Davis. And Miles uh, was so um, enamored by his great rhythm section, which included Red Garland at the piano, Paul Chambers on bass, and Philly Joe Jones on drums, that he asked them to play a trio tune for this album. And it's one of the highlights of, uh, of this particular album. So this is one of my favorite jazz albums. Um, the album is called Milestones. Of course, there's so many great tracks on this album. But the trio track is a real highlight. This is some amazing music, and it's played by, as I mentioned, Red Garland on piano, Paul Chambers on bass, and Philly Joe Jones on drums. There's nothing like this piece. It's called Billy Boy.
We heard two pieces of music. The first one featuring, uh, of course, some incredible drumming by the one and only Philly Joe Jones, who celebrated a birthday anniversary yesterday, July 15th. And I just thought I'd play you a couple of uh, prize Philly Joe tracks that he was involved with as a sideman. The first one was by Red Garland. It featured Red Garland on piano, Paul Chambers on bass, and Philly Joe Jones on drums. And we heard the trio do an old folk tune done in a great jazz manner called Billy Boy. And um, that was a track from a very famous Miles Davis album, and he turned the proceedings over to this uh, his rhythm section to be featured on this album because... Uh, as far as Miles was concerned, they were the greatest rhythm section in the world at the time. And he was right. Then a wonderful uh, ensemble performance with Philly Joe um, on an album, an early album, by a young trumpet player by the name of Freddie Hubbard. And this is from uh, a track from Freddie Hubbard's second album for Blue Note called Gone Up. And it featured Freddie on trumpet, Hank Mobley on tenor saxophone, who we heard a little earlier, on McCoy Tyner at the piano, Paul Chambers on bass once again, and some incredible drumming by Philly Joe Jones on a Kenny Dorham composition called Asiatic Rays. Freddie Hubbard going up. And we're going up, too, because... That's it for another edition of The Jazz Show on CITR, FM 101.9, or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and we hope that you enjoyed some of the show, and if you were here for the whole show, good. Um, We'll be back next week. We start, of course, every Monday night at 9 p.m. and carry on until well after midnight. So get out and uh, enjoy this incredible spell of weather that we're having here in Vancouver. And, of course, um, spend some time listening to jazz music. It's always good for you. Anyway, take care and uh, be good to yourselves, and we'll see you in seven days' time. On behalf of myself, Gavin Walker, and the jazz show. Bye for now. Do-ba-dee-oo, 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 do-ba-dee-oo.